Hi guys, welcome to episode 18 of the Man Fat Podcast. As ever, I am joined by Mr. Comrade, Roman Comrade, um, self-confessed movie buff. <laughs> you consider yourself a movie buff, Rom? I'm more a geek. Movie geek, I didn't want to yeah. say. Uh, how are you? I'm alright, I'm alright, yeah. Yeah, how's your week going? My week got it's Monday, Stu, so... Well, yes. <laughs> since last Monday. Uh, since last Monday, I've just, I've just been uh, gouging with food, because today's, yeah. today's first way day of season seven, is it? Season Manchester seven. League? Yeah, we are oh. currently sat in the changing rooms, stroke weighing room at Manchester at MEA Central. We've just weighed in for season seven. Uh, Manchester, how are you feeling about the season? You're currently injured, aren't you? Yeah. Um, I, I thought I'd be back in a couple of games. Yeah. I don't know when I'm going to be back. That's what, what's wrong again? Tom McGroin. Tom McGroin. Yeah. Um, so it still, it still hurts. Have you had a, a, a groin massage off anybody? <laughs> make it better. No. Physio wise, professionally. No, 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 not yet. No. Okay. Um, just keeping it iced up. Right. Which is not nice <laughs> around your groin area. I imagine so. We are here with Mike Richard. Hello. Mike, how are you? I'm good, thanks, yeah. You are a fellow um, Manchester MDF player? Yes. How long have you played at Manchester now? Um, about a year, maybe a bit longer. A couple of seasons. This is my, probably yeah. my third season. Third Four. season? Yeah. So, touching a year. You've also played in Salford? Salford League, yeah. did three seasons yeah. there. Three seasons at Salford. Three, and yeah. and Leighton. We were talking, Leighton. Yeah. yeah. I so did about, ha- well, it was pretty much a season I did that. Yeah? Yeah. So obviously you were living down London at the time. Yeah, yeah. You are, yeah. as we sit here, a newly crowned champion of Manchester season six, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's nice. Um, I think it's because the team has done it the right way and with weight loss. Like, we got a few pastings last season and I, I don't think we were that surprised about them, but we, we were confident off the pitch and I think it's a good advert for Man Fat in that sense. Yeah? Yeah. Audi, the famous, um, and I'm sure you'll yeah. appreciate us saying, the famous spreadsheet, the, weight, oh, yeah. the Fat Boys weight loss spreadsheet coming to play again. He just told me, yeah, that I have to mention this it. This is classic. But yeah, when I joined... Second shout out classic, on, the, on the podcast, by the way, for classic. What a guy. Um, obviously, I think he's an accountant or something like that. And he's put together this spreadsheet, which when I f- first joined the team, it was he sent it over WhatsApp and I was like, what is this? I've never seen anything like it. And he predicted when when you could hit your goals if you were you know I, and at first I thought that was really pressurised but actually it was, it's a touch of class really it's so genius because it doesn't put too much pressure on you and people pick up the slack each week so if you say if you're going to get a 5% this week you should really push for it and yeah. it's, it puts that competitive element into losing weight which is only a good thing Do you think he uses some kind of complex algorithm from what you think? I think he needs to walk into a casino and prove himself. <laughs> he's like Rain Man or something, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Rain Man of weight loss. <laughs> uh, it does sound intense, but I, I don't yeah. know, because I, I kind of like the idea, yeah. because sometimes I know it's about, yeah. about, about yourself and yeah. you just go in there to lose weight, but when it's the, a team as a whole on like a spreadsheet kind of thing, I mean, sometimes people don't want to be classed as a number. No. But it won't work for everyone. Yeah, it's, it, really, it really doesn't, yeah. but sometimes I think it's just yeah. nice to know where we are, because... Yeah. If there's no one what's losing, it's like you can kind of see it right in the... It's like, why? It makes you appreciate it. If, like, when the first season I joined Fat Boy Slims here in Manchester, that was my best weight loss season. Like, that's where I lost a, I lost over 10 kilos that season. And that's... So, for me, that, to keep checking the spreadsheet was a sore surprise. And I think something that I've not done in the past is celebrate the things that I have done. So, that was a, I was able to, to look at that and think, yeah, well done. Yeah. Yeah. We need to get one at OB, don't we? We need to get something. We were rubbish on the scales last season. I think, yeah. Lee. Now Lee Boston. Yeah, he, he did really, really well, didn't he? Yeah. Lee was number one, wasn't he? Lee won the golden move, so yeah, he won the um, the most weight loss, biggest percentage, something like that. Yeah. Happy. Happy days. Happy. I think you should go for it next season, Ron. What, the golden move? Yeah. No pressure. Yeah, alright. <laughs> this this season, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to nail it this season. Yeah? yeah Once you get fit. No, I'm still going to nail it when I'm not fit. It's Good. just about management when you're fit and you're not fit, isn't it? So it's the harder when you're not fit, but there's always ways and means of doing some form of exercise when you're injured. Yeah. Even with a dodgy groin? Even with a dodgy groin. Good. And you had to abstain from anything, so with this groin. 
Stuart, I don't know what you're trying to insinuate. He asks the hard-hitting questions. He yeah. does, he does. I'm not asking the questions that the, the listeners mean, want to know. I mean, you've always got to try... Have you been able to lunge? That's what I'm asking. I don't know what you're insinuating. Um, lunge is not a problem. Okay. Yeah. I'll take that as a... We'll just leave it there. <laughs> Moving how, on. So, so my, how did the name Chicken Run come about? It came from um, really early on in Salford... Um, bloke called MJ gave it to me. Oh, MJ, yeah. yeah. TV personality. Yeah. MJ. Uh, he's done really, really well. And like, I think because I, I'm not going to lie, footballing ability-wise, I'm quite low down here, man, be fat ladder. But in, in terms of like, pure effort and running and sweat, like I'm quite high Put up the, the ladder. Yeah, absolutely. The ground, yeah. Absolutely. So I, I ran like a bit like a chicken and that's where it came from. And it's <laughs> like, just stuck for everything. Yeah, because my arms are like up by my sides. <laughs> yeah. Chicken. There we are. Well, should, well, you need a nickname, Ron, don't you? No, I don't. <laughs> no, I don't. I've got a nickname. It's called El Capitan. El Capitan. So there you go. Okay. I think I've been told there. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> what is, it's about chicken, this this podcast. It's not about giving me some. I think, I know what it is. I think I'm not seeing you for a while. I'm, I'm enjoying like, this. I'm just anyway. like, I need to just <laughs> vent. I need to just vent on Roman now. It's like my, like my favourite thing, is just to talk to you. Because I think I, we used to travel to the games together on Monday night, and now yeah. Roman's got a car, so he goes on his own, so it's like, oh, oh man. man. It's That's not it. the same. A plaything is gone. <laughs> <laughs> you can't say plaything, Stu. Oh, plaything. Yeah. You oh, are <laughs> So how much weight have you lost since uh, day one at Leighton? Let's have a look. 96 I started at, which for some people, they might think that's not a lot, but, you know, for me, I, I think I'm 80, 80 now. Let's call it 80. So you're talking so, nearly 20 kilograms? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I have been lower than I am now, but yeah, I, I, I think of it as 20 kilograms. And But then if I look at it over the past few years, I'd say three stone in three years. Okay, so there was, was a bit of weight loss before joining Leighton? Yeah, yeah, a bit, a bit, because I, w- I was living abroad and I came back and then I had a really tough time with mental health and then put weight on and then I lost weight and then I decided I really, really wanted to change my life. I was, I'd always put off losing weight because I wasn't in the right headspace. Because uh, I'd always been a fat kid as well, oh, okay. so I've never. I look at a lot of guys who put weight on when they get older, when they have kids and stuff, and they're not very active. But um, I was always overweight, so although I might not be as obese as some of the people who walk in the door at Man Be Fat to begin yeah. with, I've never had that feeling of knowing that I've not been fat. So now I'm like loving it because it's a real achievement for me. Yeah, yeah. Because you're talking, it's probably not an achievement over the last. Obviously, year yeah. playing in Manchester and, and then the times. Yeah. you're talking an yeah. achievement of pretty much 30 yeah. odd years. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'd, 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 my life up to 30 was was all right, but littered with problems. And I think since 30, I started to like address a lot of those problems. And now I'm 33, and I think I look back and think, yeah, I'm pretty chuffed with how I've done since then. Yeah, taking it on. Yeah. Yeah. Good. How do you think? Um, do you think? Obviously, you talked about the being a fat kid, do you think, yeah. do you still, how do you see yourself now, do you still see yourself as that fat kid or? Starting to change my mindset in the last three or four months, I think once you lose weight, you still see yourself as a fat person, I think like people have this like body dysmorphia, don't they, but it's always going to stick with you for an amount of time, it's like getting over a relationship, I find like a relationship with being fat, so probably over the last three, four months, I've started to see myself as somebody who's not fat anymore, like, like slim, slim slimmer, yeah, yeah. yeah. like, and the compliments that you get is great, and I'm quite used to accepting them now because I'm seeing myself as like a better person. Whereas before, I wouldn't have given myself any praise whatsoever. So uh, it does take time. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I suppose months. it's it's a yeah. case of uh, the longer you're in that body, yeah. the more used to it you become. You kind of, you know, for years and yeah. years, you've been overweight, yeah. and you get you kind of just get used to it and deal with it, don't you? Yeah. And get through every day as best you can. Um, and then obviously when you lose the weight, the longer you, you spend uh, a healthy weight, I suppose the easier it is to to kind of feel that like that's you and not yeah. just, you just masquerading and the weight's going to come piling back on anything. And that's because I've lost a lot and I've kept it off. Like, yeah, there's some fluctuations between seasons or like say the last two seasons, I haven't lost loads and loads, but I'd like another half a stone because I get married in November. And that's, oh, that, nice. that is quite, but half stone's quite a lot really at this stage. Yeah, it probably is for you yeah, now, yeah. Yeah, so... A few people like have said like mm, it might be difficult, but I've, you know I've got a, a goal that I want to. If we're going to keep on doing man be fat, then I want to aim for that goal. 
Yeah. And it's going probably going to be the hardest push now. Yeah. Yeah. But then I look back on what I have done and think, if I've done all that, then surely I can yeah. do this. I think. I think. Uh, yeah. Mentally and physically, I think once you get down to a like a healthy weight, I think yeah. it just becomes even more difficult to lose it. Then. Yeah, I think this this is the goal of this maintenance weight. It's almost like a carrot. Like get there, and then you know. I know you've said in previous podcasts, maintenance people should stick around us. Mm. And if people want to ask me about it, I'll I'll talk to them about it. Yeah, you know. I'm not, but there's not one thing doesn't work for one person won't work for another person. Yeah. It's, but it's good for people to share. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think definitely once you once you get maintenance. Uh, you should stick around yeah. at least for a couple of seasons and help some other guys. Yeah. Definitely, I, th- I think that. I yeah. mean, with with the yeah. maintenance for me, when it, when I hopefully do reach that, yeah, it's going to be you know looking around at the other guys, helping yeah. the other guys along, but also for myself, it's getting used to that my body being that weight yeah. and my body kind of knowing that yeah, that's kind yeah. of current weight. So it's 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 going to get used to yeah. not putting weight on and kind of things. So that's that's where I would. Yeah, and if it, was, if it was somebody who was slimmer, who was like amazing and just bossing the football, and it was just not fair. But like, I can safely say that I'm not bossing the football. <laughs> so, like, you know, I think I can still play. Talk to me about fat boys. Talk to me about your teammates. Most interesting team I've ever been a part of. I've, I didn't play football for years. I don't think I'm a natural footballer since I've about 10, 11, 12 stopped playing until like a few years ago. So, yeah, to then join, I was joined on a high because I was smashing it in Salford and I thought you now's the time to be fair Sven spoke to me a lot pushed me into it and then a lad who was on Fat Boys Mike HL said come and join Fat Boys and I didn't know anything about like where they, how they've done in the league just, just joining a team yeah. so I was quite confident at the time and then I thought hang on the standards are really high and it's probably what I needed because like I'd worked really hard at Salford but it was at the time that like we were winning pitch but there was only me and maybe a couple of other guys who were losing off off the pitch, and it was quite frustrating. Yeah, that was early days, yeah, then, wasn't it? Yeah, but we turned it around from Salford from being like the worst team to like going up to the top of the league. But it wasn't happening off the pitch, and it wasn't yeah. really man v fat the way I wanted it to be. So I joined Fat Boys to this this spreadsheet, all these WhatsApps. But it wasn't like in a serious way. It was like quite funny. Yeah, and I was like genuinely like, oh my god, like. But then I grew, got, got to know the guys and like I thought they're not just serious about winning, they're actually really sound guys about being mates with you and stuff. Yeah. So, but I think you guys have gone at your team as well. I think you can see it on a few, few do you think, teams. Do you think that takes yeah. the pressure off a bit, you know, when you're kind of losing the weight and do you think that little bounce and the, the camaraderie does take the pressure off? In, in some ways, yeah. I think I'm, I'm a very anxious person and it, I put a lot of pressure on myself because I don't want to let the team down. So on, on Fat Boy Slims, there's some very good players, so that, that's quite inspiring, and I didn't want to let them down. Um, but then I was on a high confidence-wise playing, I was playing really well when I joined, and, but I was also losing loads of weight. Like, and the spreadsheet showed me that I was like the, the best weight loss loser on that team that season, so I, I knew I was contributing. Yeah. So it, it was a good match at that time. Um, but then going on, it's been a good, good group to be in for friendship. I think for yeah. the last, last I think, that, I think that, that helps massively and yeah. I, like I say I've said it a million times you know the, the, the busy as a coach and being in certain yeah. WhatsApp groups the busiest WhatsApp groups are the best losers and the closest yeah. teams are the best teams they're the ones who lose together on the pitch off the pitch yeah. on the scales off the scales uh, that's really important the other teams have been in we weren't like it wasn't like that so like nice mm. sound guys but not like this yeah yeah. I think that's important I mean we've just just to little glimpse of that at Salford we've created new two new yeah. teams we've gone from a six team to an eight team league uh, one of the most important teams for me uh, things for me was when creating them new teams was getting the right kind of mix of people getting the right kind of guys you were new were gonna Gel. be active on the whatsapp get the other guys the quieter guys kind of bring them out yeah. of the shell a little bit uh, and that's really worked really well so far mm. uh, fingers crossed so we'll talk a little bit you've t- we've touched on it before just a little yeah. bit about your mental health yeah you are a, a mental health, we'll call you an advocate. Are yeah. We, are we, would you describe yourself that way? Yeah, I'd say I'm, I'm looking actively to get into more mental health work. Yeah. yeah. So you've got um, a, what, what we're going to call it? A, a group. A group. A community. Community, yeah. Yeah, that I started around the same time I came to join Man Be Fat in Salford, actually. Yeah. Um, mental health support group. I do it through a uh, meetup, like a website, an app 
where people sign up for events and we we offer we started out by offering like free events people could come along at a coffee shop or some kind of we've done ping pong bowling things like that um but it's people who can come to talk about their mental health and uh, but it's growing and we've got like over 300 members now and it initially was for men there's okay. a lot for men and i think obviously this is why it'd be good to talk about that um but then so a lot of women started asking and then i've open it up to everyone but i just think the more the of these kind of things the better and the more that are run by people who've had that experiences you've shared yourself which is very open i'm quite an open person that's very very powerful for other people and i've seen people i've helped people and i've done a bit of counseling training and i've helped people i've listened to people and it's starting to open it up a lot more yeah yeah the conversations are starting to around mental health have definitely increased yeah. over the last few years. Yeah. Um, we're not there yet. No. By any stretch of imagination, where we should be as a nation or as a people, yeah, or whatever you want to say. Um, but, you know, baby steps at the moment. So, so the concept is it's, it's a community of people, yeah. you, you regular meetups. Yeah, the guys. different kind of meetups. Yeah. So, what kind of things do you do? Obviously, you've said you've been to bowling. Yeah. There's an escape room coming up. We did that. Yeah. Well, we were meant to do that, but there was a cock up. But anyway, yeah, we've done a couple of them. Uh, but yeah, lots of different things. Darts. Basically, if people are interested in doing an event, we'll put it in. And I started by planning all of the events, but now other people are planning them. I don't have to oh, go okay, to all yeah. the events because yeah. it's like I can't be always going to everything. But it's just people who, basically, people have got empathy. And it doesn't mean some people might have OCD, some people might PTSD. Anxiety is the main issue in the UK. It's an absolute epidemic. There's so many people with anxiety and NHS can't cope with that. These people have jobs, f- fully functioning relationships, you know, but there's still a stigma about it. They, that's why self-help or community support, peer support is really, really valuable for these people. And Man V Fat is a great way of addressing that, even if mm. from a health perspective, like, it, it is an academic epidemic and it's anxiety it tends to be depression obviously is more extreme and that's why the more extreme cases will get seen to by the nhs but it's still like a depend on your area 12 week wait whereas you could come along to a group and just talk about it with somebody i'm not saying that's going to you know it's not a cure but it's definitely a help and if yeah, that's all that we're trying to do but i'm trying to expand it into actually running groups like you know maybe in like a church hall somewhere and like okay like a kind of well-being therapy kind of but not yeah it's more like a well-being workshop when i was in london i had a mental breakdown with the, just just before my 30th birthday and um if it wasn't for my best friend who's a doctor and his wife a mental health nurse i'd have been probably put in hospital and uh that's probably the scariest thing that's ever happened to me and it was a real wake-up call so i went on this like nhs course thing and it taught me about stress it taught me about all these things and it was very useful but like I you know I, I I've got my experiences and the things that I've done since I could deliver something like that and be you know like it could be take the slack off the NHS in that they you know there's so many people who just need to n- learn a little bit about mindfulness about healthy diet about you know psychology in that sense like knowing their own feelings then they, they can start to help themselves that's yeah. the kind of where we're at now. So you kind of take the edge off a little bit, particularly if you're waiting for appointments or... Yeah, know. I mean, like, obviously, go to, go to your doctor. Like, that, that's... Mm. You know, but there's, uh, the first book called Talk About It, and that's why the group's called Talk About It, mate. If you bottle something up, and men are the, the worst for that, they bury their head in the sand, and they won't talk about the problems. And I'm a very open guy. I'm not I'm a very macho guy. I'm, you know, quite a sensitive guy and have been since childhood. But uh, so that's why... I sometimes feel like a fish out of water in like a football community. However, you realise underneath all that, men are like an onion, aren't they? You peel it back and there's, they've all got some kind of feelings. They just show it in different ways. Did you see that coming into this kind of environment, coming into Man yeah. Could you see it? Obviously, you've exp- had experience yeah. with it. and Could you see... <laughs> you can kind People of... were struggling a little bit. I mean, obviously, you were probably closest to, the, to your teammates, but yeah. could you see on other people they were struggling? Possibly. I mean, I think in general, I had a friend who said, and he was like a really like macho kind of fireman guy, and he was like, you can smell it on another guy, like okay. this, if they've had some kind of issue. But like, I don't know if it's like a sixth sense, but it's if you've had problems yourself, and I say, I say problems, but everyone's had problems, you know, like 
you can kind of see it in other people sometimes, or, or at least you feel that you could broach the, the, the topic. Yeah. Like, people don't want to talk about suicide, right? I went on this course, and a woman gave this well-being course, and she was like, what would you do if you suspected somebody was going to commit suicide? Well, you, you ask them, you know, you try and initiate a conversation, but, but she said, but how would you know? And everyone in this room, and then people like way more like qualified than me, older than me, just sat there like blank face. And I was like, you'd ask them. Yeah. You'd ask them, like, ask the person, you know, because then it, they might be thinking it, but they can't say it. Yeah. If you like said, because it's all over the news, I've read like about four articles in the last week about this, you know. And the prodigy guy today, I don't know if that's the case, but it's come up, and there's a guy on the radio from Campaign from Living Miserably just saying, start that conversation. Like, it doesn't, you know, just to get it going, but ask them because they might be thinking it, but can't say it. Yeah. You know, and then that starts, starts something. There's a video I, I shared from the, that good doctor from this morning, the one from Strictly. He yep. was talking about, like, what you can do to, like, broach that subject. But anyone, like, can do that, but people just get very scared about it. Yeah. 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 It's difficult, isn't it? Because I imagine. It's the contemplation of that somebody's actually going through that. That's probably um, a scary thing for anybody, really. Yeah, but I think with people who have experienced one issue, like I have felt suicidal on a number of occasions in my life. Never thought I would go through with it, but like I know how bad I felt on those occasions. And the first time was when I was like 18, and there was no way near the amount of exposure and ways of talking about depression that there is now. I was 18, I didn't know what the hell was going on. Like I couldn't talk to anyone about that. So, like, I've been through all that then, you know, you know, the hard way. And so now there's a way of getting it out there, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. Doing fantastic yeah. work. So, if you were, if you were, you were new to, to uh, talk about it, mate. Yeah. So, you would, how would you sign up for that? How would you get you involved? Go on meetup.com. Um, we have a Facebook page, a Twitter page, but they'll all link to meetup.com and sign up, make a profile. Uh, but it's not like other social media. We have to put loads of stuff. You just put a name. You okay, don't have to yeah. put your full name. Like, and you just join as a group member. There's people in different cities. Well, we are looking to expand. Uh, but I've, I've, I've been meaning to take it off for a long time, but I've not been confident enough. And yeah. it's, like I say, it's only in the last few months, the confidence that has come from weight loss and other things that have pushed me onto it, like sharing it more. But yeah, you can find it on Meetup and online and... Yeah, I think it's exciting what will, what will come because I hope that this will become a full-time job for me. Yeah. Because um, I was thinking, oh, well, I want to do it this way. And I think what I've had to do is say, like, if you want a job doing, you do it the way that you think and you have to trust in yourself that you've got a way of doing things that is, is yeah. authentic. And I'm say, listening to yourself on podcasts, it, not that many people are confident enough to be authentic, to be mm. truly open, like the things that I've just shared. or yeah. like. But if one person starts it, it's a domino effect, isn't it? Yeah. Men yeah. or women. Men or women. Yeah. So, um, the, the conversations around, around mental health, mm. uh, and, and we, we touched on it before about, you know, we're not quite there, but there is necessarily a turnaround. Yeah. If, um, like you say, there's, there's, there's stuff, talk about it, mate, that, that, that can, can help. Yeah. Group, getting together as a group. Yeah. I want to, because I, I know that people might have a perception of this, that it's not just 20 people sat in a room no. being depressed and, you know... Standing up one by one going, this is me, yeah. this is, you know... Yeah, it's getting out, it's yeah. getting active, it's doing things. Yeah, you wouldn't know, like, often a lot, like, I don't think a lot of people would have known, that people, say people I went to school with or people might listen to this, that I, somebody who had depression. Like, I was always a bit of a joker in school, but that was like a defence mechanism because I yeah. wasn't truly confident because I was overweight. So I learned how to, like, get by to stick out, you know. Like, it, sometimes it's the most, like, extravagant people yeah. that can be the people with depression. If you paint the mask the brightest colour, yeah. then you can't really see who's underneath, can you, I suppose? So, it's like, it's a good like analogy. That, 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 yeah. that was a tough head there. You know I mean? yeah. Um, but yeah, I suppose it, the more outgoing and, and, and yeah. you know, um, they can be the, the most people who are in the most pain, I suppose. Yeah, nobody knows what's going on behind closed doors. Just people just need to check up on each other more. It's like, like 
you know, friendships sometimes fizzle out, don't they? But it's just keeping in touch. Now it's easier than ever to keep in touch for all these different platforms, just to how you're doing or whatever. Yeah. So mm-hmm. When you meet up, I'm quite interested in this. So when yeah. you meet up and you've gone, say, you're playing darts, you're in a pub, yeah. whatever, you're playing yeah. darts, and there's a room full of is it eight to ten yeah. people in there. So I can imagine the people with depression just... Straight away, before you yeah. just mentioned that analogy, I straight away just think like you'd walk into there, people would be dreary eyed, yeah. just white in the face, you know, mm. scraggled hair. And from what your guys are telling me, I don't, I think that's not the case. I think yeah. for, for, for an observer on the other side yeah. of this pub, it's just a few friends having to meet up. Is that what they would yeah. probably see? Yeah, well, I'd say I'd use the word friends now because there's people I've met that are complete strangers that have come into Cafe Nero and then now I'm quite same friends with them. Like, I think. If they were looking, if they were feeling like looking bedraggled like that, they probably wouldn't have even come in the first place. A lot of people have social anxiety, which I don't think is a massive thing for me. But uh, the fact that they've got up and come is a massive step for these people. So I'll message them before, like this lady came from Liverpool once, and I met her at, at, like outside in St Peter's Square, I walked her in just to introduce her, and if it, just making it like as keep it simple. Advice I've had from people, and like, I still have counselling myself, and like you know, keep it simple. Like, don't overcomplicate things. There's loads of groups out there, and I think just this is a really good way of doing it. But then I'm trying to move it in a different direction. So it's, it's this, the social side of things like that, that, that's great for new members. Like you say, if they like escape rooms or they like darts, but they might have depression, stress, and, you know, then they, that's, at least then they've got something to come for that might take their... But once they see that there are around four or five other people that, that might open up about it, then they think, and oh, no, they're not alone. And then mm. it starts to take away the stigma. Because people say stigma comes from other people, but people put stigma on themselves. People are very, very, very hard on themselves. I'm prime example of like horribly hard on myself. And now I'm start stopping doing that. I'm achieving more in life, and it's it's quite a good thing. So I, if I could give like a bit of that to other people, yeah. then it starts it starts to run itself, doesn't it? It's kind of like, like you're saying there, Rom. It's it's a kind of like preconception that you might have that yeah. you know what I mean that I think a society probably yeah. has that as well that somebody who's depressed doesn't get yeah. dressed in the morning and stays in bed yeah. and, and there's an element of that yeah. that's you know when they're having yeah. the darkest days completely that they just want to shut the world off but at the same time yeah. you can also be functioning yeah. and, and still be depressed and still going to work yeah. and still doing the things I did for a long time I mean but then it got too much but uh, I just want to mention there's a group for men men only called Andy's Man Club and it started in like villages in Yorkshire, I think. I could be wrong. But it just started in Manchester and they've got like thousands now. Like they're like probably the main men's kind of thing. You know, and, and, and like the, the kind of men that would go to Man V Fat. Yeah. I think it, it fits in perfectly with that. And so Andy's Man Club, check it out because they just meet up, have a brew and a natter. And like that's really powerful, I think, especially for the men think. And that's why that is because it does occur more in men. You know, and it's one of the main causes of you know suicide and and all that. So, yeah. Andy's man club. Andy's man club. Yeah. Check it out. When you when you jo- when you joined, um, particularly we'll talk about Manchester because yeah. when yeah. you joined Manchester, were you quite open with the guys in the group about issues you had or a few as a few like weeks months in yeah as soon as I got to know them then then yeah uh, because I'm quite an erratic person and I think that like some of them. Are, I wouldn't say some of my behaviour on the pitch, but I think it, it definitely did explains. Uh, I went on night out with the lads and I was very, uh, we had a great time. I was very um, animated and I thought, this is, I, I've been on nights out all my life, but I thought there was something on my heart that was going really fast and I thought there was something up with me. So I ended up like pursuing it and I ended up getting to see a doctor and like I've, I've basically been diagnosed with mild attention deficit disorder and like I don't know I thought it's the hyperactivity side of it but it's not but I was very honest with the lads about that and like, I'm on this medication now and like it's I, to feel like I can share that with the guys is a, is a big thing yeah with the, with the ADD uh, Mike did you looking back once you be, was diagnosed did a lot of things fall into place or were you a bit surprised and you were a bit like what? A, a, a person from my group actually I went for a coffee with her and she had ADHD and she said when I met you I noticed a lot of traits about you like I'm historically quite bad at eye contact and, and there is a certain amount of social anxiety there but then it, I it, I thought that all these things are quite impulsive I can quite lose my cool quite easily 
I think like, oh, they would just like defect or like, it'd be really hard on myself about that. I'm not saying that this isn't like an excuse, but it, mm. it, it, I think anxiety is a part of something else because I've, everything a doctor would say for somebody with anxiety, I've done like pretty much everything. Proof okay. diet, weight loss, like counselling, like... Everything that they said, this will help, this will help, this will help. Yeah, like, help. you know, and I hate going to the doctors, like, yeah. you know, I don't like, I don't like bothering anybody. Yeah, you know, like there's that. a lot of that with men though, isn't there, I think? Yeah, but I'm so anxious at times that, like, it, I, yeah, like, wouldn't ever say boo to a goose because I was so, when I was so bad. So, um, I did all those things and it's, it's mild, whatever, but it's, it explains it's something and I'm going to try, say, maybe this medication and it might make me more focused. The last few weeks I have been more focused. Let's see if it carries on. I'm willing to yeah. give it a try. I wouldn't say that's, you know, medication even for antidepressants. It's for every single person. Yeah. It's not like a magic thing. There's so many other things you have to do. And I think self-care, weight loss, diet are like massive cornerstones in improving your life. Do you think that, like you say, it's a cornerstone. It's a big part of, um, yeah. it can affect, both. obviously it affects you physically, can affect you mentally. Do you feel that when you, when you lost the weight that you're, apart from everything else that you, that you tried, did you, obviously you felt that that helped a lot. Huge. Mentally, with your self-esteem. Massive. Massive. Like, I, that was it. I kind of didn't, I was bug, bugged by that. I hadn't fulfilled my potential in life. And I mean, I've lived in different countries. I've taught in different countries. I've, you know, I've not, not done badly, but it's just this niggling. And I think the, the reason why it probably was so hard is just because I didn't like myself. And mm. I just thought this isn't good enough to be like this for me so I think now I'm more in my natural state where you know I feel like I should have been but yeah. there's a lot of factors in that like I had to go through counselling and go through things in my past and like you know not everyone can do everything at once you know yeah. like I had to I'm a supply teacher now I don't, I don't teach full time because it was too stressful and I ended up having a breakdown and then like not that I'm like a risk to anybody or like I'm, you know, very, very good teacher I'm, and I'm a primary teacher. I teach in lots of different places. Um, so I've turned that into a positive, even though I earn considerably less money, I'm less stressed and more happy and I'm able to spend time doing things that are better for my life. Yeah. Like I got engaged around like when I was, you know, I don't think if it wasn't for weight loss, I would have ever got like engaged or wanted to get married because I just thought this doesn't happen to me. I used to say, I'm going to die at like 60. I was like, because I was like, just didn't give enough of a shit about myself, do you know? Yeah. Like, and it's quite an eye-opener to think, like, why would I even think like that? Like, and a lot of people don't know that about me. But now I'm, like, looking forward to, like, all these things in my future. And it's a great thing. Yeah, it's like opening a door to, a, like, a whole new kind of world, isn't it, yeah. I suppose? Getting rid of, of, of yeah. how you perceive yourself. Uh, it's, it's difficult because... Don't want to sound too. You don't want to sound up yourself. And, yeah. And like, Look at me, I'm amazing. Like, but from by, by my own standards, I'm doing really, really well. Like, and I think in um, counselling or psychology, you'd call it self-actualizing. You, you're not. You, but your basic needs need to be met in life. But then there are other things that you need to get. And I wasn't getting a lot of those other things. Um, but by taking care of myself and like, I am. You're moving up this like pyramid, of doing things that you need in your life. So it's quite exciting to think that, like, I'm thinking forward for, like, the first time, really. Yeah. 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 I can I can uh, completely relate to that. Yeah. My life is completely different, and I am by no means mm. anywhere near I, where I want to yeah. be. I've got another... I've, <laughs> I've been waiting slightly heavy tonight yeah. in what I finished last season. I think we are. I've got a bit of maybe 20 kilograms to go. I reckon I'll do four of them next week but um, <laughs> so yeah so I've got I've still got a way to go but I think for a long time I always thought that having this kind of job and these kind of things and would make me happy and it was probably in my early 30s that I mean 37 now so it's been a while but it, probably in my early 30s that I realized actually it's not important to me to have loads of money and an amazing car and like experiences and, and just spending time with my family and my friends uh, is what's really Absolutely. important. Like, li like we just live within our means now and I know that's not like dead exciting but you know we, li we were living in London and then we moved to like Manchester and then we moved to Salford like and it's like 
you know, but um, we're a lot happier and we're living in our means and we can have this wedding and we went to Australia at Christmas because we, we saw Sven. I went to see her in Melbourne. Did you see yeah, her at Melbourne. Christmas? Yeah, we just did before. What? Yes, yeah, so I'll have to show you the picture, yeah. I was, um, I said, I'm in Melbourne and she was like, oh, um, she worked for like Hockey Australia and she was like, oh, let's have a, a drink, I'm in this bar. And I don't think she thought that we were going to come, so myself and my fiancé were just walked in and then, to be fair to her, like, she stayed out drinking with me. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, she's a legend, though. Um, like, I really, like, enjoyed spending time with yeah. her. Because you only see her at weigh-in, but then they actually get to know her and on her own patch. Yeah. It was great. Oh, we do miss Sven, don't we? Yeah, yeah I did tell that the other day, actually. I commented on something on Facebook, and I was like, oh, Sven, I don't miss you, man. She yeah. did a very good uh, LinkedIn uh, article about did you, her. Yeah, it was incredible. Did you see it? No. I'll, yeah. I'll follow you on to you, Roman. Yeah, it was really good how um, 60 Fat Lords changed your life, and it was like, yeah. that's really good. Oh, well, oh. she was telling her colleagues about Man Be Fat when she was there, and I don't think they all knew. And they were like, that's amazing, that's amazing. And like, then she was like, oh, Mike, one of the people that was in the, the league, and they were like, no, he's not. Like, And I was like, yeah, I was. That's the thing, That's I've come yeah. that way. Yeah. That's amazing, I think, when people say, uh, you know, we've had a few guys in tonight, um, Gerald, who played yeah. for Inter. Yeah. Like, when you see Gerald, man, he comes in and he, he won like the gold move last yeah. year, and he's lost like, so much weight within like, probably like maybe nine months or something like that and you just think wow he looks amazing like he does don't he um, and it's a difficult registration act because there's yeah. probably guys in here who are here for the first time yeah. and are thinking like no offence Mike but you must have walked in and you've yeah. gone what's this guy doing here why yeah. are you here? oh yeah and, and I, as someone who worries about every single thing I would have been thinking that as well but yeah, when you see them shed so much, like Dan, who's our coach, yeah. I was in Salford with Dan and I played extra games. And like, he started showing up for these games and I was like, who's this guy? And they were like, oh, he's that guy who's on that team. Like, because he'd lost like so much in such a, I didn't even recognise the guy. Yeah. Like, and I was like, wow, that's amazing. Yeah, that is one of the best things about Man Fat. Definitely. Yeah. And I think, like, like we, we talked about, you know, these guys are like, um, these are where I, I I think personally, these are the guys who best represent Man Fat. It's the guys who've, who've who've lost you know considerable amounts of weight, yeah. or or not even considerable amounts of any weight, and yeah. kept it off, yeah. and improved their lives, improved their health, improved the health, and because it, it, it has a passing effect, yeah. you improve the health of your wife, and you improve the health yeah. of your kids, and you, you get out, and you you're not sat in as a family, you're out doing what because changes your life. That's yeah. just how it works. Changes everything. Just making the changes, like you know, don't try and do too much, but just making those positive changes for me it's like the healthy changes became a healthy obsession yeah and like yeah there have been times that i've been a bit like waiting in all day and stuff and like but yeah. there are also times when i've just sat back and been like i'm doing right here yeah but being conscious of that yeah. is the good thing that's that's yeah. your balance yeah i think you just uh, one thing yeah. since coming back man versus fat i think do you know what i think when i was pre-man versus fat mm. i'd watch i'd watch a lot of tv yeah but now going through bad versus fat, like you say, I'm active. I'm more active. I don't. I don't want to be. I don't want to be sat down. I just want to be out doing something. Yeah, I've got the confidence to do more things. Like, yeah. like I, I was always not bad at sport, like technically, but my lack of confidence held me back in so many situations. But now I'm like, I've been playing loads of ping pong. I've just started going to Pilates for me and ten women in a hall. And like, I would never have done that before because I thought, yeah. what, if, what if I fart? That's <laughs> like, no, but I'd, like, I just thought, like, I know, like, what if I fart? I mean, I could still do it now, but like, and but yeah, they've de just dead nice, and like, um, core strength has improved, and like, you know, because they keep getting bashed off the ball, so I'm like, I need a bit more strength. But no, I'm not. See, some people say, oh yeah, you want to hit the gym and stuff. I hate gyms. I don't do gyms. Like yeah. I've done it before, but for me, I'll just do it by lots of cardio, by running, playing lots of football, and then I'll do like I've got a yoga mat out at home when I was losing loads of weight, and do like what I call, was called a legends workout, like leg lifts, abs. Uh, ab wheel like my, my fiance's dad uh, would, who just winds me up all the time but like he built me this ab wheel with a really heavy thing that he nicked off like a wheelbarrow and like you know this industrial ab wheel but it did the trick when I was like yeah. when I was got for a like six pack yeah well just underneath the fat that, yeah. that's still there like I think I'm the rig is in good shape like do you know it's uh, yeah and you know it, and you would never think about this right but one of the I always find that one of the times that you realise that your core is a lot stronger is actually playing football in the shoulder challenge. If yeah. you come and go into a shoulder challenge with somebody and you come off yeah. better, and that person, yeah. a lot of times, particularly with Roman yeah. and, and, and you, might yeah. a lot of times that person's probably bigger than you, yeah. and you come out with a ball and that guy's balling, that's core. 
Yeah. That's your core. Well, that's it, staying on my feet a lot more. Like, yeah. I mean, like, I don't think when you compare me on Monday night at Monday Fat to the extra games, it's ridiculous. Like, I play so much better in in extra games, six aside. And I don't know whether it's because it's boards around the pitch, yeah. but like, because I've got that engine, I can go through throughout the game. I mean, I'm asthmatic, and people think, like, you know, I'm one, one of the fittest players, but like, I'm asthmatic. I do suffer, but I'll just keep going. Yeah. Because I think, like, you're going to run out of puff before me. Yeah. Like, and so then I'll just score then. Yeah. Like, but on Monday nights, it's, yeah, you don't, you don't get the same time, do you? Manchester's a tough league, and like there's some tough lads, yeah. some good standard of football, and the determination levels are very high compared to other leagues that I've seen. Yeah, like, and that's why the standard is Manchester so good. is is football wise is, is 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 definitely up there. It's definitely up there. It's, it's so competitive. Um, it can spill over, but I think yeah. in general, afterwards, people are all right about it. It's a close league. It's a close league. I it think we're close. all pretty close. Yeah. I think we're all pretty close. There's not, there's not, you know, I would go out for a drink yeah. with pretty much anybody in this yeah. league, and, you know, there's no issues there. Uh, it, is, it, is, it is quite a tight league, um, but it is competitive. It's not, it's not necessarily a bad thing. I think coming into the yeah. league as a new player can be a little bit intimidating. Mm-hmm. I think that's definitely something that. Yeah. Your coach helps out. I know Dan. Dan helps helps yeah. people out when they come into the league. And just say, listen, you're going to feel like you're never going to get it to start with. You'll know that because obviously your brothers. Yeah. Is joined halfway through last season. Yeah. And I'm did, sure yeah. he was a bit like, whoa, the standards really good. Yeah, he was dead nervous. Yeah. He was dead tentative. I mean, but I've not played football for so many years, and when I first saw our first game, you you could tell that. Yeah. But three games down the line, he was just like, ah, okay, you're actually doing something well. A lot of, yeah. a lot of improvement, but. Yeah, just don't just don't be afraid of it. Just, no, you know what I mean. Mm. Come down, say hello. Yeah. yeah, every guy I meet though is uh, is carrying a bit of weight. I ask him if they play football, and like so you guys got Adam, haven't you? And I knew him from yeah, years yeah. ago, friend of a friend. I, I always remember him being a decent player. So as soon as he messaged about Man B Fat, I was like, well, you'd be better off in Manchester League yeah. in that like you know like you're a decent standard. I'm not saying Salford because Salford beat us in that tournament like when we went to Stoke, yeah. like. Um, I think the intent, if you've got a certain amount of intensity, Manchester's, but you know, you've done a great job in expanding Salford. I, I think, think I, lo- I love being in Salford because I, I actually was a better player in Salford League. But, yeah, like, yeah, it does, and it does happen. I think also, it's kind of time because Salford are two seasons behind Manchester. Yeah. So, nearly two seasons behind. So, you're kind of getting, you know, you're kind of playing catch up. Mm-hmm. The, 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 the standard at Salford. Particularly from, from when I when I first took over, I'm talking only six months ago, so to now, is improved unbelievably because guys have lost weight. Guys have lost weight and got fitter and, and got more confident. And Yeah. When you play people in extra games and you haven't played them for a while, and like, like they, they can catch you, or they, like, and you're like, oh my God, like, you think, God, look how much they've come on. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. And even people who aren't the best players, who have lost loads of weight, they're just going to get up the pitch quicker, yeah. so they're going to get more chances, aren't they? Like, you, I think it's, you, it's not like set defined positions, man. Be fat all the time. If you can run it, you you, you have to move a lot. Yeah. Like, because there'll be people who can't do that. Yeah, exactly. So you, you know, you're the legs of the team. If you've if you've got a good engine and and you know you're a little yeah. bit lighter and yeah, you're the legs. It's just I think seventy percent of the time is trying to drag someone else out, out of position because like. When you've got a striker like John, you'd want John having a shot rather than me. Yeah. I think everyone's seen yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. So it is hard and it is a bit of a thankless task sometimes. Yeah, yeah, it is. Of course it is. Also, you know, that I'm still here because I still want to lose weight. So yeah, that's why I do it. Good. Yeah. And you still enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. And that plays a big part of it as well. Yeah, we're going out this weekend. So and we, we, yeah. we won the lead twice despite not being the best team on the pitch. And like, that's great because... And it was the other guys losing the weight that time. Like I'm, I didn't do lose that much the last two seasons. So, yeah. Yeah, good. Make sure you have your fill this weekend, then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry about it. No restrictions this weekend, lads. Yeah. Yeah. So, talk about it, mate. Yeah. Give us a shout out again. You can. It's on. Yeah. Find it on Facebook. Yeah. Search it on Google. Yeah, Google, Twitter. Talk about it, mate. Um, yeah. You do a podcast. Yes. Yeah, so that last thing I was going to say, I've been inspired by your. Sterling work. Um, <laughs> Nobody's ever absolute said pros as I sit here with all this equipment. <laughs> Not a chance. Uh, I got myself a microphone and then I've recorded one with a guy from my group. But I'm looking to get, say, a different person each month, mix it up, get a man, a woman, and diff- a counsellor, somebody, you know, 
like and and because it's it's a way to connect with your audience. Man, if that's got all these people, for example, it's you're producing content that can reach people without having to see them at actual events or face to face. Yeah. So you know, it's a great way of getting the message across and getting that powerful message through to people. Yeah, of course it is, and, and we do it because you know we just want to get everyone talking about men and talking about losing weight and yeah. women as well. I know we have a few women listeners. If only they had something like this, though. That's the thing, and, and so many women have said that that I've spoken to. Well, yeah, they've said I'm versus fat. This is yeah, they, they've gone. You play football and lose weight. I was like, yeah. I said, why can we have? Why can we have like some like netball or something? I was like, just start it up then. It could be though. That's the thing. It could yeah, be started. Like, like, like seriously. Shan yeah. started Man Fat yeah. because there was nothing else there. But Man Fat could start a woman, a woman's like you know. Um, but that's it. Even in schools, though, I think like yeah, boys are just more into sport. I'm not saying women aren't into sport. Like, but you get it's when you get to the teenagers because I mentor with teenagers and stuff, and the boys all get really into the sports, and the girls won't. They're more interested in other things. So it's like they're not sports aren't interesting unless they get to a certain age. And I know I'm generalising, and there'll be people screaming at this saying that's not true. But why not give them let them do zumba? Why not let them do like stuff that they actually body pump in schools? Like like you know I've put my education hat on it, but something that they'd actually like to do that gets them active to then reduce this potential obesity crisis at a young age. Because, like, if you're putting this well-being out there in schools... That's where it's got to start. It's got to start yeah. grassroots, hasn't it? Um, yeah. I know you guys could go around. I, I, I've said for a long time, for me, um, and I, I, I'm not being critical of any, anybody who teaches it, but for me, home economics is not what it should be. I can remember baking a cake. Yeah, yeah, I work, I, I um, interact with kids on a daily basis. When they've done home economics, yeah. they come on with a cake. Like, oh, we did scones today, but like, seriously, if you want to teach somebody how to cook, teach them how to meal prep, teach them how to yeah. cook for a certain amount of money, teach them how to do big yeah. one-pan meals, teach them how to cook properly, because nobody on a daily basis is going to make an okay. upside-down pineapple cake, you know? So that does need to be looked at, does, yeah. does, the sports side of things. Diversifying their things, yeah. yeah. Like... But yeah, I just I also think about that, especially if there's nothing for girls really, yeah. like for women like that. And like, there's loads of netball clubs out there, hockey clubs, isn't there? Yeah. But uh, you know, if if you're overweight, you're gonna be put off from doing sports. So that's why men in this situation generally like football in this country. Yeah. You know, like, and it, it, you can see they might not be confident, but they come along because they like it, and it's a good way to get them in. Yeah, you can see. I can. It's funny because. Um, and it might have my coaches out on here, but I think I probably did the same as a player. You can kind of see the change in people, I think, when they first come and they're dead tentative, mm. um, and then all of a sudden they kind of get it and they start losing a bit of weight and they're playing in extra games, and it's like... Yeah, yeah accelerated is, progress yeah. and smashing it. Like, the, penny, yeah. the pennies dropped. The pennies kind of dropped, and, and, then, and like you, you can almost see, like, a fire burning in the belly in a way. Yeah, brilliant, losing weight. And, and, and yeah, I know that um, Lee... Who plays yeah. for OB City? Absolutely smashed it last season. Yeah. You could see he came in the previous season halfway between, and he kind of mm. great footballer, really good finisher. Kind of didn't get it, and then you could almost see that fire burn in his belly. And then this season he absolutely smashed it, and now he's playing two leagues. Yeah, yeah. Well, anybody with, who's a decent footballer that's overweight, you should definitely sign up because yeah. it's it. You know, like it's a no-brainer. You're killing two birds there. You're playing footy, yeah. Yeah. and like. Yeah. People do. They see. The, they think. Oh, it's fat people playing football. Level football is going to be rubbish. Yeah. It's not. No. In, come I, to Manchester League. Oh my lord! That, yeah. When I first started, it, I was like, "This is mega. Yeah. Like it's a proper league." And yeah. it's like you, you touched on before. When you start losing the weight, and you see them players yeah. out there who, oh my, you know, imagine them players. A couple of stone liners. Yeah. They're going to be. They're going to be phenomenal. Yeah. And as them seasons progress, their weight comes down, and get every and season better, gets harder and harder because the players get better and better. Yeah, that's completely right. And uh, and the thing is as well, and what you get is, I monitor a lot of social, Man Fat do social media, yeah. so I'm looking for Salford posts on Facebook and stuff like that, yeah. uh, that Man Fat posts on a regular basis. And what you get is you get lads who tag their mates in it and they're like, yeah. look at these fat guys. And I'm like, I'm like <laughs> quite aggressive. And I'm like, I'll put a picture of like, it'll be you guys at Manchester lifting that trophy. And I'll be like, come and take it off us then. You think you're that good yeah. that you can come on to Facebook and be like, ah, oh, look at these guys. Like, seriously, if you qualify, come and take it off us. Because let me tell you, you turn up here, 
and you got a shock at how good the level is. But Turn in, up yeah. at Salford, you'll get a shock how good the level is. I think in terms of general, this might be a good way, way to end it, but like people aren't... Uh, fear seems to be a massive factor for people. I know my situation, but I think, and I've learned recently, that people aren't scared of failing. And then this is going to sound like a bit preachy, but they're scared of succeeding because when you get to that point where you can actually do something, it's like, oh, oh shit, like... Like I'm actually like doing something, you know, especially when it comes to confidence and self-esteem, it is it's fear fear of actually being successful yeah. and putting yourself out there, sticking your head up like those, like and actually stepping in there, trying something new and doing it. And like you say, ninety percent of people are losing weight. Like that's a good decision. Yeah. Like they've they've stuck their head up there, haven't they? And like you kind of put yourself out there a little yeah. bit because people Massive. know you're doing it. You know what I mean? People know you're doing it, and you kind of put yourself, you kind of make yourself a target a little bit. Yeah. You perceive yourself as a target. Yeah. Probably not even true. No, probably not. Like people, like people are genuinely just going, "Oh, look how well yeah. Norman's done. He's doing brilliant." Nobody's sniping at you. Like, no. Like, who, who, who do you know you're going to be sniping at? You going, oh, "Look at Norman. Who's he thinking?" Some like, people, literally not like literally nobody. No. There is a change sometimes in in friendship groups that I've seen when somebody becomes loses weight and become, I've had to cut a lot of negative influences out of my life. But I think it comes back to you, you have to be brave enough to be vulnerable. You're putting yourself out there. You're a perfect example of that. Like, as soon as you put that out there, you're vulnerable. But that vulnerability is not a negative thing, actually. But people in the most vulnerable, in that sense, are, are actually the strongest people. And, like, I might not be, like, dead, macho, dead strong, like, to this toxic masculinity bullshit anyway. But, like, you know, I'm willing to say I'm here. And, yeah. like, this is what I've done. And I've had these problems weight loss, mental health. Yeah. And, you're willing, and you're willing to talk about it and help anybody. And that's the, the crux of everything, I yeah. think. Yeah. Yeah. It's that way to end it. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Right, so check it out. Talk about it, mate. Search it on Google, search it on Facebook. You're on Twitter. Twitter, yeah. You've got a podcast. I have. We will share the podcast on our brand new Facebook page that we've got, Roman. Yes, we have. It's good, isn't it? It is. did it all by myself. actually managed to do it. A little quite, bit of technical stuff, but you've done it yourself. Know, so spread yeah. the word. You spread would the know word. where to be found. I've not even spoke to you. Where have you been? <laughs> I've been working and eating and working and yeah. eating. Yeah. <laughs> and massaging that groin and of yours. Drinking. Not yet, no. Okay. Lunging. Yeah, Lunging. doing your uh, lunges. Anyway, thank you, Mike. Yeah. Good man. Incredible. Yeah. Thank you very thank much. You. Thank, thank you very much. much. There you go. Well, man, a pleasure as usual. And we'll leave it there.